This podcast is brought to you by the What's Your Productivity Archetype quiz. Find the best productivity method for you. Make getting it done easy. Take the quiz at andreaslinks.com. That's Andrea's with an S, links with an S.com. You're listening to the Time to Level Up podcast. I'm your host, business life coach, Andrea Libros. I help women in business commit to their own growth personally and professionally. Each week, I'll bring you strategies to help you think clearly, gain confidence, make your time productive, turn every obstacle into an opportunity, and finally overcome the overwhelm so that you can make money and manage life. Let's create a plan so you have a profitable business, successful career, and best of all, live with unapologetic ambition. Are you ready to drop the drama and figure out the how in order to reach your goals? You're in the right place. It's time to level up. Let's do this. Hey, hello, my friends. Welcome to the Time to Level Up podcast. We are at episode 14. Can't really believe it. Time is flying. I'm having a lot of fun doing this. It seems like it's getting easier in the sense of my preparation and actually recording it. I don't know. The whole thing all around seems easier. I think I owe a lot of that to my podcast producer, Stephanie, because I am really not super techie when it comes to audiovisual stuff. But today we are going to talk about the third kind of work. So we talked about thought work in episode 12. We talked about focus work in episode 13. And today we are going to talk about busy work. But before we dive in, I want to tell you a couple things. I want to make sure that you know about a one hour free masterclass that I am doing on March 3rd, and then I'm repeating it on March 4th. And the title of this is How to Overcome Overwhelm and Commit to Growth in Three Simple Steps. Okay, so today we're talking about busy work, and a lot of times busy work seems overwhelming, and it makes it hard to commit to growing in other areas. Most of us tend to gravitate towards the busy work because we want to get it done. But I would love for you to join me in this class to learn, really, it's just three simple steps. All you have to do in order to overcome that overwhelming feeling and commit to your growth. So why wouldn't you want to be there? Why wouldn't you want to learn that? All you have to do is just head over to my website, www.andrealeebrose.com backslash March, like the month of March, dash masterclass. So I'm also going to be sharing with you information in that class on the next cohort of committed to growth group coaching, which starts in March. And if you have been trying to go it alone and know that having support and strategies and systems, you really don't even have to know what that really looks like. But having someone on your team, people you can talk to, bounce ideas off of, and get guidance from on life or business or your career 
If that is something that you think would actually help you grow, then this Committed to Growth group coaching is for you. So we're going to start March 18th and we're going to work together for six months. And the value that is going to come out of that, I think, is value for a lifetime. So again, go to the website and then group-coaching is the end. All right, back to busy work. So we're going to talk about busy work. And then we're also going to transition this into a discussion about passive action and massive action. Passive action and massive action. So you might have heard me talk about those before, but let's start with the busy work. All right. So I went to the dictionary. Did you know that busy work can be one word? I always write it as two, but it can be one. And the definition is work that keeps a person busy, but there's always a but, but has little value in itself. So what I like to say is that busy work doesn't involve using much brain power or energy, but it doesn't produce much. So I don't know if you have a Peloton, but it's like when you're on the Peloton, the bike, and you have the resistance way down, like at 25, and it really makes it easier when the resistance is way down to have a super high cadence, like when I'm trying to get to over 100, which is hard for me. So low resistance, high cadence, that's how fast the wheel's spinning, but the output, which is really a combination of both resistance and cadence, it's the outputs, how much energy you are creating it remains super low. So that is just like busy work. Your wheels are spinning super fast. It's not very hard. There's not a lot of resistance. And actually, in the end, you don't have much to show except some check marks next to your items and your to-do list. Okay, so our brain makes a beeline to the busy work because busy work aligns with the motivational triad of the brain. So if you're not sure what motivational triad is, Google it. But really what it is, is your brain's basic job is to do three things. One is to avoid pain. Two, to seek pleasure. And the third is to be efficient and conserve energy. Okay, so those three things form your brain's motivational triad. And busy work is definitely a friend of this motivational triad, right? Because it's not super painful. It's I don't know if it seeks pleasure, but the pleasure comes in checking the box and it allows you to be super efficient and conserve energy for later. So have you ever said that you're that list person? Like I'm a list person. I really like checking things off. I hear that so many times. I always tackle the easy things first. That's when I ask them, what do you do first? Oh, I just check off the things that are kind of quick. Okay. Why? Why are you checking the things off that are quick? Just honestly. For the fact that they are quick and easy. It gives us a little hint of that like dopamine that yes, I can do this feeling that we all want. But in and of itself, most of those things on your list that are busy work have really not much value. So what do we do about that? How do we get out of that busy work? Well, one of the tools that I use with my clients often is called the Eisenhower Matrix. And in fact, I will create a link to a free download of the Eisenhower Matrix and it will be in the show notes. So I talked extensively about the Eisenhower Matrix in episode four, but I want you to think about this. Everything on your to-do list, okay, is really either the busy work or project work or work that can be eliminated or delegated. An Eisenhower Matrix has got four different boxes in this matrix, 
They're actually labeled do, plan, delegate, eliminate, but I like to call them the busy work box, the project box, the delegate, and the eliminate box. Okay. Now that busy work box, our brain goes right there. It's like a magnet, but that work does not have much value. It is not super important. Eisenhower labeled things as either important or not important. So that busy work, it's important that it gets done, but the inherent value of it is low. It does not move the needle. The project work or that plan box on the Eisenhower matrix, that is what moves the needle, right? But that's also the work that takes some thought, then some focus. Okay, now here's the trick. Our brain does not want to do the thought work and the focus work because it is not easy and comfortable. So the trick is to break that project work, which you have to focus on, into bite-sized pieces so that the pieces in and of themselves, they might not have any value and they could be labeled as busy work. But when they are labeled as busy work, you actually get it done. Okay, so I like to say that if you can break any project into 10 parts and the parts without being attached to each other are not valuable. But when you put all the parts together, you get the project done and it becomes super valuable. So our brain gets stuck tackling all of these projects. Sometimes it never even gets to them. But if you can change the project into 10 pieces of busy work, it's golden. Isn't that kind of super interesting? Okay. So there's this other category of work or action that I want to mention. And honestly, this is where the juicy stuff is. Oftentimes, I have clients tell me on their initial intake forms when we start coaching that they have read all the books. They have listened to all the gurus. They have asked for advice from 20 different people, but they just can't seem to make headway or get anything done that will bring them more money, more clients, more time, more success. They just don't know. Then they tell me, that they're not sure they even have enough time to get anything done. They think they might need more knowledge in order to make money, have more clients, have more success. But what do they need to know is what I always ask them, okay? So I was just having this conversation with a client who was stressing out about social media and what to post and how to do it and what it should look like. And my answer which she did not like, I will say at the beginning, was it doesn't matter exactly what it looks like or if you do it the quote unquote right way, just post something, okay? Her brain wanted to go to the place of gathering more knowledge, listening to another guru, reading another book, Googling it for 10 hours to figure out the best strategies. Is that you? Is that something you might do? And then another client of mine in Committed to Growth group, who just started a new job, told me that she really has been spending her days putting out fires. We all can relate to that. She said she's doing a hundred little things, which she has now deemed as urgent and that can be dealt with actually super quickly. But the problem is, is that she never is doing the things that are valuable or that are helping her learn how to add value to her organization. And I'll also add that she is worried that she is not proving herself or providing enough value and she may lose the job. So when I look a little deeper at these two situations, what is really going on is that both of these people are stuck in passive action. 
They are not taking what I like to call massive action. And here's what passive action looks like. So it looks like taking another course. It looks like talking to 100 people about how they think they should do something. It looks like spending 10 hours trying to figure out QuickBooks or MailChimp or even how to manage their team members without hurting the team members' feelings. It can also look like setting up the appointment or responding to the email that doesn't require a response. And it looks like scrolling to see what everyone else is doing. So it does look like they are busy and that they are doing something, but are they busy doing the right stuff? Passive action, okay? Looks like not having the hard, the uncomfortable conversations. It looks like not making the offer, not talking about money, not writing the proposal. It looks like procrastinating on all of the money-making or value-producing activities. It's kind of like when your car is in neutral. It can move, but not with force and not at high speed and no power. It is not going anywhere, okay? So interesting. Now, the opposite of this passive action is doing the hard doing the uncomfortable, the not so efficient, but money-making or moving the needle or managing things with assertiveness types of activities. This is when the car is moving at least the speed limit, if not above. This is what is massive action. This is what gives you traction and the success you're looking for. Okay, so I get clients that come to me inside my Committed to Growth group And they are sharing that they are taking all this action and they're getting nowhere because they haven't figured out that thoughts create feelings that drive action, both passive and massive action. And that is really important. Okay. Once you understand that your thoughts create your feelings and your feelings drive your action, then it's time to really commit to taking the massive action, to really commit to the ongoing action. That's what I call massive action. The definition I use for massive action is taking action until you get the result you want. So busy work does not get you the result you want. Passive action does not get you the result you want. But massive action does, as does thought work and focus work. So when someone says to me, I'm taking massive action on this, it's usually my clients that are building their business or building their resume. And they'll come to me and they'll say, I've taken massive action. And I will say, well, you haven't taken massive action because you aren't still taking action until you get the result you want. Once you get the result you want, that is taking massive action. Okay. So notice that you even could be doing the hard things and you even could be doing the uncomfortable things, but oftentimes That isn't true massive action because you're not getting the result you want. So that's the kind of thing where we've talked about it before. It has to be a fail. Like you did it and you failed. That's okay because those fails get you closer to your results. So sometimes it's like a massive action, fail, massive action, fail, massive action, fail, massive action, result. Okay, so let's go back to the car analogy. We're doing a lot of talking in my house. This is a side note about cars. These days, because we're shuffling cars in and out of the driveway, we have four cars, we have four drivers home right now. Soon that will end. But there's a lot of car talk. All right. So you get in your car 
My son actually did this for me the other day. So you get in your car and you go to the grocery store and you actually get to the grocery store. This, my friends, is massive action because you got to where you wanted to get to. It is getting the result you want. So think about this as you are driving. Okay. If you hit a red light and you have to stop, you don't panic on your way to the grocery store. You recognize that red lights, they're kind of part of the deal. In fact, before you even got in the car, you anticipated there might be a red light. You're going to have to stop, but you aren't going to stop forever, right? Now, is that enjoyable to even do that little stop? No. Is this something you want to have to do? No. But you know it's part of the process and you keep going and you keep hitting red lights and you keep stopping and then you go again and you hit another red light and then you go again and you don't make it mean that you're a failure or that it's taking too long. You don't mean any of that. Some of you may even hit traffic on your way to the grocery store, depending on where you live or how far away it is. But you do not use that as a reason to stop taking action. In fact, you're willing to take all the action you need to get there in order to get the result you want to get to the grocery store. Okay, so that's what you want to do when it comes to your goal. When you set a goal and you commit to a certain result, you're going to hit obstacles. You're going to hit many, many, many red lights on the way. And most of us turn around after the first red light. Oh my gosh, I have to stop. There's other cars. It's red. I'm just sitting here. I'm not getting any results. I don't have anything from the grocery store yet. I've driven all this way and here I am. Forget it. I'm not doing this anymore. That's what most of you are doing. Literally, that's what we do when it comes to our goals. We hit one obstacle and we throw our hands up in the air. We say, this isn't working. Or as I like to say, F it. I'm out of here. Now, when it comes to going to the grocery store, we have some experience knowing that we can do it. The first time we try something, We aren't anticipating the obstacles. We don't know what they're going to be along the way. And when they come, we make them mean something that makes us quit. But you can anticipate all the obstacles going to the grocery store, which is why you don't quit. Massive action for anything that you do in your life is the process of anticipating those obstacles and being willing to fail and fail and fail and stop and regroup and do it wrong and try again and hit an obstacle, and get a result you didn't expect, and try again. That is massive action. And let me tell you something. It is very, very unlikely, rare. Most of us take action once, and then we give up. We try a diet. We try thought work. We try doing a cartwheel. We try yoga. We try to drink our eight glasses of water a day. We try everything once. It doesn't work out the way we wanted it, and it doesn't give us an instant result. So we quit until we quit. Quitting is actually a result, one we don't want. So that is all just taking action. But what I am inviting you to do is to take massive action. What I'm inviting you to do is to take massive action and keep taking the action until you get what you want. And let me tell you my experience recently with massive action. So my goal is to help 1,000 women in the next three years commit to their own growth and create success in their lives, all aspects of their lives. And this takes massive action. This takes me trying things. It takes me spending very, very little time on busy work and lots of time taking massive action. And I actually don't even spend that much time on the passive stuff, on the researching, because I really believe that the best researching is actually doing it, evaluating it, doing it again. That's the massive action. 
So your homework for this week is to assess, is the work you're doing truly busy work or focus work or thought work? And are you stuck in a cycle of passive action? Or let me know if you are, are you forging ahead with massive action? That would be amazing. So send me an email or a DM and let me know what you are doing and what's working for you. Is it providing value? Is it getting the result you want? And also reminder, I invite you to join me March 3rd or 4th. You've got two days to choose from to learn how to overcome that overwhelm and commit to growth in three simple steps. So I'll share the steps you need in order to grow personally and professionally to grow your business or your career and your home life. Okay. So this class, it's free. Just go to andrealibros.com backslash March dash masterclass. And we'll have the link in the show notes for you too. And then reminder, this is what we focus on inside committed to growth. Okay. Drop me a line. Always love hearing from you. I will see you next week. Remember, it is time to level up. Who's your coach? I would be honored to be your coach for a day or even more. If you want to stop feeling overwhelmed and are ready to commit to growing, growing your business, your career, or yourself, join me on March 3rd or 4th for my free masterclass, How to Overcome Overwhelm and Commit to Growth in Three Simple Steps. Head over to register for this free class at www.andrealibros.com backslash March dash masterclass. And while you're there, check out the Committed to Growth group coaching program, where we take all of this learning from the podcast and 10 exit so that you can learn to commit to your growth forever and eliminate all of the wavering, the wishy-washy, the little quits, and the figuring it out. We start the next cohort of Committed to Growth on March 18th, but enrollment is open now, so you want to reserve your spot. If you want to talk more about it, book your consult call as part of the enrollment process, and we will figure out if this is a good fit for you. AndreaLibros.com backslash group dash coaching to find out more. See you in March.